Brene Brown says, people are hard to hate close up, so move in. Welcome to Freaking Felon. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Freaking Felon. My name is Jennifer, and we are here today to talk about how I was partaking in a community program and had to deal with the concept of background checks. It was crazy, right? So I hope you're comfortable, whether you're listening on your podcast station and your car, your phone, your computer, or just watching the YouTube channel, I welcome you. So a week ago Monday, I had attended my weekly yoga class that I've been taking, and I really enjoy it. I absolutely love yoga. And this class is a little different. So there's um, our instructor provides these intention cards. And on top of the intention cards, there's different sayings. So like you invoke or you clear or you create and you draw three on coming in. And then it's supposed to relate to whatever you've got going on in life or make you think about those things. So I drew my three and mine said clear disconnect, clear loneliness and invoke power. And I looked at my three cars and I was like, huh, well, I'll think about it. But I can't really think about how that would be relatable in my life right now because I didn't feel disconnected from anything. I also didn't feel lonely about anything. And I mean, power is always great, but I didn't feel a need to invoke power. The next thing we do in that class is we kind of just check in and see how the week has been because this is just a once a week class. I take other classes, but this particular one is just meets once a week. And everyone kind of goes around and if anything's new in our circle and it's a great way to stay connected to this small group of people and really get to know others that we haven't gotten to know before. And so this woman to my left said that she was all excited because they just finished their training for this new program that they were doing at their church called Neighbor to Neighbor. And she said that the, the training was to help them uh, be able to talk to people about some of the maybe hard things that they're going through, or if that neighbor needed a small task to be done, like maybe they were physically unable to put away something like holiday decorations or something along those lines. And so it was, it's a connection within their church. And so I was totally intrigued because I think that is a great program. And I turned to her and asked her questions like, is this open for anybody in the community or is it just, you know, helping each other out in church? And she explained that for now it was just to help each other in church, but they were hoping to broaden it to the community. And I got super happy. I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds so wonderful. And she said, now we're just waiting for background checks to be completed. And of course, my bubble just burst. I was like, that sucks. I didn't say anything out loud, but I stopped asking questions. And a woman across the room started saying things like, oh, yes, you can never be too careful. And then another person chimed in and said, yeah, we always have to make sure that safety is a priority. And the whole theme just went around how you could not get enough background checks and safety um, done for any kind of programming. And I sat there and I pondered this and I pondered this and I wanted to say something, but I sat there with frustration and anger. And I knew that both of those emotional responses would not be helpful in that space. So class had started and I could not focus. I 
completely was shut down and I had zero desire to be there. And I sat there through the whole class and it was an hour and a half. And then I just had calmed my mind down enough to say, this can be educational, right? Right. I had to convince myself of this. And so as I was rolling up my yoga mat, I stopped the class and I said, I would like to take this opportunity to talk to everybody about an educational moment that has happened here today. And everyone stopped and they listened. And I said, I just want to let you know that one in five individuals has a criminal background. And when we came in here and we started talking about this program, I think it is a great, awesome program that you guys have started within your own church. And that I just want to bring up some concerns for those who have criminal backgrounds, but who would love to participate in volunteering and giving back to their community. And how my cards now, I understood the cards I drew when I walked in, because now I feel disconnected from this group because of the comments that were made at the beginning of class. I feel lonely because I'm now excluded yet from another activity that I would enjoy giving back to the community. And I don't want to make this all about me, but that one in five individuals are going to have some of these same to similar feelings. And how when you promote your organization or church as inclusive, you need to really look at the word inclusive and what does that mean? And of course, she was all apologetic and saying, oh, but it's not about you. And, and, you know, we understand that you are a good person. And I said, but all of the people I have personally met with criminal backgrounds are great people. There are many, many of them with some pretty harsh uh, criminal backgrounds that I would totally trust my children with because they were like 16 to 20 when they got into a situation and now are in their forties and fifties and aren't that same. They're not the same people anymore. I mean, that's just the reality. And they're like, Oh yeah, we understand. But do you, do you really understand? Do you really understand that if you aren't willing to challenge these programs, if you're not willing to challenge our companies and our businesses in our community, if you are not willing to get to know people for who they are today and not judge them on a mark from their past, do you get it? Do you understand what needs to change? <laughs> That's just the part that just completely boggles my mind. And of course, we left on great terms. And I'm hoping I planted a seed. I'm hoping that I opened up a conversation because I did get a lot of positive you know, people coming back to me saying, thank you for saying something or you're so brave. And I said, I am not brave because honestly saying that it sucked. It, it felt crappy to have to say that. But at the same time, I think there was another person in that class who might have a similar story as mine. I don't go around advertising. Hey, I'm a felon. How about you? Um, but I am a freaking felon. And so therefore, I have to say something so that the next person in the room doesn't feel excluded. So I'm an advocate. I didn't say that because it was comfortable. I said that because I'm not scared to put myself in a position anymore. 
and I'm hoping that it helped the next person. That's what I want to talk about today. So for those who are in your own communities and your own families and your own churches and organizations and temples and synagogues, and for those who are doing nonprofit work or who are in the hiring, um, you know, HR markets, what are you doing to make sure that your word inclusive is truly inclusive? Because that is a lesson that we all need to start talking about. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope everybody has an amazing, empowering educational week ahead. And I look forward to talking to you next week.